You are listening to a podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. For all of our shows and more, visit geek-io.net. And to help support the network, head over to patreon.com slash geek.io. Hey, hey you. If you're listening to this and don't want to hear expletives, you probably shouldn't listen to it. It's going to get interesting. This is S4, and we're here to spoil you rotten on today's geekiest shows. This may include relevant episodes up to as well as including those in the description. If you want to avoid knowing too much, then please come back later. For those who remain, I welcome you to the Small Screen Spoiler Show. Spoilers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Hello and welcome to the Small Screen Spoiler Show. That is right. We are the Small Screen Spoiler Show. This is episode number 89. I am CJ. Your aura is dope, Boat. And that man over there, of course, is the one, the only, the lovely and gorgeous Jared wearing a Lone Ranger mask as a veto. It's a nice mask. It is indeed. It's a nice well. Of course, the invisible third chair, as you heard in the intro, is the one, the only Daryl Rusklot Shaler. Ah, oh, there's not a Rothklot. <laughs> is he though? Is he though? Isn't he though? Hmm. If he could come on the show live to tell us that he's not, then, then I would believe him. But until then, he's a Rothklot. All right, I'm siding with CJ on this. Ah, time zones are my bitch. Uh, <laughs> and of course, the lady behind the curtain. The wonderful and talented Carrie, who says you're not my sidekick, Wilcox. Hello. Oh, man. Uh, we have a very long-ranging set of shows that we're talking about tonight, Jazz, don't we? We do. What are we talking about tonight? We're going to talk about Luke Cage. Yay. Season two. The whole thing. <laughs> and that's it. Top to bottom. Because, yeah, that's all we need, really. There's 13 episodes. I think yeah. we'll be fine. There's a lot of a lot of Luke Cage for us to take in slowly, inch by inch. What? Oh, sorry. Um, I'm just going to go refill my coffee. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, my God. The coffee in this show. <laughs> oh. at least, it was like at least once an episode they had to reference coffee. Yeah. Yeah. It was always Luke just kind of looking at the camera and then looking at the person. <laughs> it's a coffee oh. thing. We're going to play that into the ground. Yeah. Remember coffee. And it kind of works. So it's okay. It's thing. Yeah, it does. I'll allow it. So um, you ready to uh, strap in for two hour, or two minutes and 18 seconds of Daryl intro? Is that all? That's all. Yeah, we got more on individual episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, yeah. We had like a five-minute long of the S.H.I.E.L.D. finale. Quote, unquote, finale. <laughs> all right, here we go, Daryl. What you got for us? You loved him in Jessica Jones. You kind of loved him in season one of a standalone show, but you thought it had some pacing issues and inconsistent tone and a love it or hate it soundtrack. Nope. You're wrong. And yeah, you're wrong. To season two, looking forward to a resolution to that cliffhanger that saw the hero locked up in prison. Wait, Defenders. I remember that the whole arc was aborted pretty fucking quickly so that Defenders could happen. 
because <laughs> hey, he was pretty cool in Defenders, right? He was right? very that was cool totally worth it. Yep, right? it yeah. was. He was like the one of if not the best part of Cage goes into merchandising, <laughs> and he does lots and lots of pouting. <laughs> <laughs> in a move that feels so very Black Panther. Experience a somewhat relatable bad guy and follow his journey from young black man betrayed and abandoned by a royalty-like rich elite as he goes on a mission of revenge while using a magic herb to heal his wounds and give himself superpowers. Huh? So pretty much Black Panther then, except this time the hero isn't quite so sympathetic and he actually comes off as kind of a jerk for a lot of the season, only to end up sitting on the bad guy's throne in a scene literally ripped from The Godfather. Yeah. But mm. what? may feel a little let down by the main hero, feel happy that the show was redeemed by a kick-ass visit from Danny Rand. <laughs> Danny Rand? Really? Danny Bland was one of the better parts of the show? Who knew? Yeah. Hang on. Is this bizarre universe? Next thing you know, you'll be telling me that Marvel put out a dark, angry movie with a downer ending, while DC is making a light-hearted Tom Hanks movie from the 80s with superpowers. And of course, it wouldn't be a Netflix MCU show if the spotlight wasn't frequently stolen by awesome female co-stars. Misty Knight gets her robot arm, Wing beats up jerks for Talols, and Night Nurse is also there. Power Man, Season 2, The Chronicles of Riddick. I bet you thought I'd make a joke about the lack of an Infinity War crossover, right? Well, no fucking way, man. They really let me down on this one. And, wait, I don't feel so good, Mr. Boat. <laughs> oh no! 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 Not our lovable teen sidekick who is older than both of us! No! Oh no. Well done, lovable teen sidekick. Well done. Oh. An Infinity War reference. Yes. Even if there was no crossover. No. That's okay. Because these shows, because Kevin Feige hates these shows with a passion. Disney does not control these 100%. I disapprove. Yeah. So, all right. I guess show's over, you guys. Bye. Except that I kind of disagree with pretty much everything. Oh. <laughs> Uh, well, but you know, I have a soft spot for Luke Cage because Luke Cage season one was my favorite thing of yeah. all the Marvel things. Yeah, I, I no, I whole- I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people disagree with me on that, but I wholeheartedly disagree. I with love, you. I love, love, love my my Luke Cage season one. Yeah, Luke Cage season one is still pr- like, yeah, it's still my second favorite. Like, like it, it's still like it, it is still like definitely like one of my favorites. It's so good. And I definitely think it might be a European thing that he just can't get into the into the soundtrack because the soundtrack was so good in the first season. It was. Oh my I, I like the soundtrack much better in the first season. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. This one was a little more esoteric, which is fine. It's fine. Yeah, it except for when Bushmaster was around. Oh yeah. All the all the the reggae, I'm down with that. Oh yeah, man! <laughs> like I wanted this soundtrack strictly for the Bushmaster theme. Like every time he came around, that hip hop reggae that they had going for him. Oh, mwah, perfect! So good. Uh, so we're we gonna talk about this generally, or are we gonna go like episode by episode type thing? Um, I mean, 
we can go. I don't have notes because I watched this when it dropped because after we made, well, uh, mostly I made the decision of we're just going to watch this in one like lump and we'll discuss it. I'm just like, I'm just going to watch it. <laughs> okay. Let's stay, let's stick generally then. Okay. That's fine. I don't really want to go episode by episode. There's yeah. too much overlap and connecting strings that loop. Yeah. Me. This definitely felt a lot more like, like less, there was no villain of the week at all in this. Like this would not, this season in particular would not work as a week by week show. No, it really wouldn't. And then I, I think you just mentioned that the se- first season had like pacing issues. This is the first of any of the Marvel shows that didn't feel like it had that pacing issue. There was no like mid season slump. Yeah. Where, it was well, yeah. more of a, like I hit episode seven. I was like, uh, that seemed like a finale, but there's still like seven more episodes to go. Yeah. Where are we going now? And then and they just kept ex- escalating it and then kind of falling back and rolling back into it. And, and I don't know. It worked every time. Oh, absolutely. And it kept me, it kept the pacing really good. I was impressed. No, well, yeah, done. absolutely. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, and this one felt like more so like the first show that, like I said, would really suffer for being a week to week show. It honestly feels like they were making the rest of the Netflix cinematic universe as a thing that they could eventually spin out into its own thing that may air week by week. This this season, they just kind of felt like they abandoned that. Like, no, we know people are going to sit and watch all 13 episodes within a weekend. Like, <laughs> And you could have. I oh. didn't. I paced it out pretty pretty slowly. But. We did in about two weeks. About an episode a day. Give yeah. Um, yeah. I, um, I don't know. Like, I watched the first one. And this, the first two episodes, I had trouble getting into for some reason. They but were... Then- yeah, well, one they were they basically ignored all of Defenders with this. Like the only thing that got <laughs> out of Defenders in the first couple of episodes, Luke and Danny are friends. Yeah, Luke and Danny are friends, and Luke's not in jail. Like that's the yeah. only thing that really came out of Defenders. Also, Colleen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. By the way, yes, Danny ran excellent in this season (laughs) i know i I don't understand no i I just love the fact that here i even wrote it down let's see what was that episode 10 uh yeah luke luke like looks at danny says you seem different and then looks at the camera and says (laughs) you're welcome everyone (laughs) and then danny says oh yeah i'm much more zen now I've worked some stuff out off screen. Not a whiny little <laughs> that we're never punk. going to touch. <laughs> not a whiny, whiny little pansy punk who does nothing but talk about his dragon. Oh wait, <laughs> talk about the dragon a lot. Yeah, he's still dev. I mean, like which, lot- which my first note as soon as he said the dragon thing is like, are we ever going to see this dragon? And nope. then like two scenes later, Luke is like, so it's this dragon. It's, it's a metaphorical dragon, right? It's not a real dragon. It's a real dragon. Look, come to come to come to Kunlun. I'll show you the dragons. Like, yes, please yeah. show us the dragon. Let's get dragon. I want Luke Cage in Kunlun. Like, 
this gigantic mountain of a man around a, a predominantly Asian culture. And I'm not being racist or stereotypical when stating that most Asian people are going to be significantly smaller than Luke Cage. But then again, most people in general are significantly smaller than Luke Cage. This is true. This is true. My culture like big man. I want to see like 10 of them run at him and just like punching while he just stands there. Right. Like, cause they don't have the iron fist powers. No. Like, like they're all just martial artists. So yeah, they all come up to him. Like who is this interloper? The iron fist has turned against us. And all just like, <laughs> bounce off of him. Like, <laughs> It'll be like that whole thing of defenders, except more funny because there'll be more of them. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, man, Danny Rand showed up and it wasn't the worst thing to happen this season. Do you know what one, one of the, the high points. things of this season was for me? One of the low things, and it's going to make me so sad to say this. Is it Night Nurse? Night Nurse. Yeah. Well, they used her in a weird way. They just kind of had her there like as the they foil to point out. Girlfriend. Like, and not yeah. even like a girl, good girlfriend. Like the bad comic book girlfriend. Like... It, it they they misused her entirely in this season and it makes me so sad because she is one of the best people to grace this show yeah my, i'm kind of guessing it's probably just rosario dawson's too expensive now <laughs> I, well she did an interview and basically she is not sure if that character is coming back well i mean after the last episode <laughs> yeah i'm kind of would be agreeing with her hey claire's here look look to the stage right oh yeah she is tell her to go away okay uh, uh, like wow you can't even afford to have her like walk in and show up for a second right. I, I think it's because they're gonna get back to luke and jessica like i i think yeah, yeah that's true because that is, I mean, that's a canonical one that you can't not have if you're trying. And like one thing, these shows try and remain really close to like comic book roots. And one of the biggest comic book roots in this entire thing is Jessica and Luke being a couple. Like, True. And also Power Man and Iron Fist. Power Man and Iron Fist teaming up. We got it. They said the thing. Mic drop. Roll credits. <laughs> Mic drop. Roll credits. Let's turn it into a sweatshirt, which I really want to find DW, and I want him to be real, and I want to buy this sweatshirt. So. <laughs> also, yeah, I, I, I love you, Dale, and I love you, Rhino, but yeah, and I love you, Carrie. I'm hiring DW as our merch guy. <laughs> <laughs> Power Man and Iron Fist. Oh, man. And Danny even's wearing the, the Yeah, like the fact that he's wearing the, uh, the <laughs> shirt is just the best. Like, I bought a bunch of them. Why? Why not? <laughs> like, I would. Like, Danny's a fanboy, and I love it. Like, <laughs> Just here for this episode, so we can have a cool team-up fight scene. And I can give you some advice. Fighting scene, the best fight that he's ever been in. Exactly. <laughs> Patty cake. Yeah, like, yeah, they developed that somehow. Like, <laughs> I'm not arguing because it was awesome, but there's no good reason for that to have been a thing. Like, Wait, what? What do you mean? Just punch me in the hands. I could do this <laughs> this time. Uh, okay. Like, yeah, there, there's no... <laughs> Sweet, it worked. Yeah, like, there, but there's no good payoff for that, but I'm so glad that it's there. Like, but I do, like, like Luke's like, Patty Cake. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> 
It, it's absolutely a callback to get help from Thor Ragnarok. One hundred percent that. Like it, it is poking fun at that. I and I can guarantee that because there's been multiple times that these shows have poked fun at the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Absolutely. And we wonder why they're not in Infinity War. Because <laughs> it would be too great. Um, <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of mediocre. There is. Speaking of mediocre, dreadfully underused Foggy. <sighs> I know. He only had, what, what, one scene with Foggy? Yeah, like, oh yeah, Foggy's a thing. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, hi, Foggy. Oh, bye, Foggy. Yeah, you like. Sorry, there, I, sorry, I broke that that table. <laughs> yeah, so it's like there. There would probably be a there. Nope, no payoff. All right, no. bye, bye, Foggy. It's nice seeing you. I only started to because he's like, I got to get a guy who can, you know, pay you for like something so you can make some money. Because you should make some money. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's okay to make money, Luke. It's all right. It's like, and. and so, yeah, it is obviously dealing with a man who has been like, so one of the biggest complaints that I've seen online is just Luke being unlikable. Well, borderline unlikable. But like, you're dealing with a man who has dealt his entire life being oppressed and being beaten on. And now is an opportunity for him to show himself and like his role model his figure of restraint is his father and not a great role model until this until this season yeah not like, until the season when we lock everybody in the rand building and make them work things out yeah and then still somehow make me cry over that man like <laughs> hell you're not supposed to make me feel feelings over this guy he's an asshole they did they did a lot of that this season yeah, I'm not yeah, supposed especially, to hear about these people. Especially with uh, with Bushmaster. Like, he came oh in, and God. he's terrible and frightening. You're like, you got to stop this guy. Yeah. Like, oh, I know you don't have the no-kill policy, Luke, but maybe you should make an exception. This yeah, guy he's a scary man. Like, he's by the end of the season, your shit. Like, <laughs> by the end of the season, you're like, no, nah, Bushmaster's kind of awesome. I'm yeah. glad he's not dead. So... I'm going to do that thing. I don't know what he's going to do next, but I'm going to do that thing that I hate on, uh, on a- AOS and uh, <clears throat> comic book. This um, <laughs> Bushmaster's a joke. Like in the comic books, he is, he is an absolute joke. He is the, but he is the um, reason for power man and iron fist team up. Like, right on. Like he is, he is the kind of like how Loki is the uh, creation of the Avengers. He is the creation of the Heroes for Hire. Uh, by the way, nice job touting around that name a lot. <laughs> I'm a hire you hero. No, no. I <laughs> got an app. Yeah, I know. Oh, an yeah. app for that. By the way, drink. Sorry, I mentioned comic book that TV show. Oh. It's a, it's an AOS bit. I'm all out. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, yeah, I saw Bushmaster. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way he's the. They're gonna make him the best villain. And, yeah. Maybe all of the Marvel things. 
Yeah. Or Netflix things, at least. Yeah, like, definitely one of my favorite villains of all of the Marvel, like, cinematic extended universe. Like, I think I might only like Loki better than him. <laughs> like, wow. More than, uh, oh, shoot, I just forgot his name. Killmonger. Oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> right. So he's, he's a close third. <laughs> Like even by though, a, yes, Daryl, you made your point of that they're kind of the same thing. But yeah, yeah, you absolutely. But hey, it works, so why not repeat it? Like, but not like a direct copy paste. Like you may Bushmaster and Killmonger were similar enough, but separate beings. Yeah, very separate. And you know, I've gotten to where I always have uh closed caption on. Because I guess I'm old and I can't hear things anymore. Yeah. If I can't turn up the TV too loud because my kids are usually sleeping in the next room. Yep. But man, I was glad to have those this season. Right. I don't, I don't think I would have known anything of what Bushmaster was saying. Because even when I was reading it, I didn't know what he was saying. Yeah, because yeah, they they kind of they only kind of like half translated it. <laughs> um, like Cold it, brethren. Yeah, yeah, the but like, yeah. Uh, occasionally it just legitimately said Jamaican dialect speaking for the close captioning. <laughs> Fuck. No. Come on. Hey, we're not even trying to, to phonetically figure out what they're saying. Yeah, it's sometimes it's not important enough. Don't worry about it. Like, oh yeah, uh, all of those theme gangs that have been lining up through Daredevil and Punisher. <laughs> Fuck all of them. <laughs> like, Jamaican with- gangs, where it's at. We're done with every single one of them. You get the stylers and you get the hand, and that is it. <laughs> stylers. Uh, uh, great. Like, so yeah, that, that's your criminal underground now is the stylers and the hand. Like, cause obviously Black Mariah is not a thing. So okay, do you do you want to know who season three's make Bushmaster might be the main villain of season three still? If they're not going to make also Nightshade, Nightshade, yep, yeah, I looked it up. Yeah. <laughs> when she showed up at the club with that outfit, I was like, "Oh, yeah, that, that's that is- that's her comic book costume." Who is she? One hundred percent her comic book costume. <laughs> like I saw her in that costume and I squealed. Like <laughs> she is a fantastic villain from the comics. Also, drink. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it's she is. She's a really good villain. Um, she hasn't been used lately, but that'll obviously change. Uh, oh yeah, especially if she comes back for as the the villain of season three. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they're gonna make Bushmaster like a flat out like antihero like Punisher, but I could tell you, man, I would love the hell out of a Bushmaster series. Oh yeah. Like hey. I loved it when you know Luke like saves his life at the the warehouse and then they team up and are fighting together. Yes, it was so cool. <laughs> what is happening? Why am I so excited about this? Right? I'm not supposed to like this guy. He is but like he came on and he's he's charismatic and he's he's like a he's mister, he's mysterious, like he just and he eats up every single scene he's in and i fucking love it like also them guns 
Oh yeah, no, he is a he is a uh, stacked human being, man. He is definitely not one. If I saw him like flipping out the street on uh, on New York City, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good not messing <laughs> with you. Like that was a real dumb idea, Mariah. Like especially after he tried to burn you alive <laughs> and almost succeeded. Yeah, yeah, one for Luke. Yeah, Luke's saving her. Get it, Luke. I'm gonna hire you here. No, just stop, Mariah. <laughs> you are you are the worst. Like you are generally unlikable. Like oh, she was terrible. Yeah, that's like, what elevated helped elevate Bushmaster. Yeah, like, like, someone worse. <laughs> yeah, you had you had a void sucking in because by the you know by the time we get toward the end of the season, you're like, you know what, Bushmaster has a point. I think Mariah should should die. Yeah, Mariah needs to die. It's kind of the worst thing ever. Yeah, like yeah, oh uh, yeah, and just the, the constant end bombing in this show in this season. Oh, that, now that too. Like because like. Yeah, like in season one, every time anybody mentioned that word in front of Luke, like he went off on them. Like it got to a point where he was saying it. Like, no, this is this is not my Luke. And and I'm glad eventually he kind of got back to that. But again, he never learned restraint. Like he's given this power, but he never had the Uncle Ben. Like his 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 main source of I shouldn't be a dick with power was a preacher who was di- who was a dick with power, like, and we don't know his mom. We didn't know much about his mom, um, other than like I mean, obviously his dad didn't care enough about her not to go uh, screwing around with uh, Diamondback's mom. Diamondback, yeah, no, yeah, Diamondback. Yeah, Diamondback was his half is his half brother. Diamondback's still alive, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in he's in the raft. I think they actually sent him to the raft. Um, which even though she's under like not super powered, we need to send Mariah's ass to the raft. That's for damn sure. <laughs> well, we don't have to worry about that now. Yeah, it's true. Nightshade took care of that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I and you know what? I'm like you know. Like, it's kind of like, I mean, the problem is she's not a really great villain. Like, the the issue is, like, unlike, like, Purple Man and Kingpin, she's not a good villain. Like, you kind of want to have some kind of emotion towards the villain. That's the reason why that, what makes them a good villain. Like, you want a reason to hate them. And unlike, and it's not just them waving, they're waving. Hey, you should hate me in your screen. Like, Purple Man wasn't subtle about it, but like, it wasn't directly like, "Hey, hate me because I'm hateable." Ha ha! Look at me. Like, Kingpin is frightening, and you should hate him because he is scary and he is a threat, and like he is a powerful individual who threatens everything that you know. Same thing with Madame Gao and them at the hand. Like, she doesn't deserve that. She never earns that. Bushmaster earns the fuck out of that. <laughs> like, within 30 seconds of her being a villain, Nightshade earns that. 
Mariah never earned that. She earned that more in last season. And like Shades was a credible villain in last season. Mariah was a credible villain in last season. Both of them instantly lost that. Yeah, mostly just because I it was hard to watch them on screen together. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, no, 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 stop, please. Yeah, oh, it's God. not it's not a great relationship. That's not right. It's not right. <laughs> like it's not a good relationship at all. Like it's gross. Uh, and they keep forcing it down your throat. Like just just no. Like, okay, okay, I get it. I get it. Okay. Like um though we just felt for shades it. towards the end of it. Like Yeah, yeah. He he makes a turn. He has character growth. Yeah. And at that point, I'm like, okay, now I understand why Shades is a likable character and why Shades is a credible character. Mariah never earns that. Like, in fact, any kind of any kind of cred that she earned, she lost. And they also gave Shades like scenes. Yeah, yeah, Shades, show off yeah stuff and you know build his character and and stuff like that. Yeah, Mariah they, just usually kind of screamed and acted crazy in every scene that she was in. Yeah, exactly. Depth to her. Her shades, like the scene where he's sitting in the the uh, barbershop with Comanche and they're having their conversation. I was like, wow, this is this is heavy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> We're working through here. Bad yeah. We, we, we get a backstory to why we should care about Comanche. Like, and shades. Yeah, and shades. Like, <clears throat> and yeah, shades as like good on them on going full LGBT for him. Like not even trying to hide the fact that he was at best bisexual at, you know, at least, you know, other than that straight homosexual with a beard, a Mariah beard, <laughs> black Mariah beard. It's the worst pirate name ever. <laughs> black Mariah beard. That is a terrible uh, pirate name. Yeah. Yes, Rachel. She's off camera for reasons, but okay. Shades. Shades always has that easy backstory, and when it's finally explained, you start feeling for him. Yeah. And of course, you're like, okay, so what happened to make him latch on to a lunatic like fucking Mariah? Yeah, exactly. When she so extremely flawed, actually loved him. A good person, yeah. And really, truly did shades and shades clearly for him yeah and mariah that was never there like there's no there's no yeah. relationship between him and mariah like no, it not really gross with my light bulb over your head <laughs> <laughs> so so do we have a, a drink for every time rachel yells something off screen yeah um, <laughs> it's happened twice now all right fine two drinks <laughs> got you <laughs> Uh, Carrie, do the thing. <laughs> yeah, she, she's taking. She's on it. Wait, thanks. Finger um, on the trigger. <laughs> there's a cooldown. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like so, like there was a. I kind of like the fact that there wasn't like a single like underlying thread to this to this season like there was with like jessica and well jessica jones season two and like like there were a lot of lessons to be learned a lot of things to be taken out of this season and i thought it was really smart the the storyline or the story arc they chose to go with luke 
It's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's one that's been used a, a million times, but that's how all stories are. But basically, you take your hero, you take one of his flaws, you exploit that flaw and bring it to the forefront, then you tear him down and rebuild him. Exactly. And that's your, your story arc for this whole season. And I actually, I never found him unlikable. Like, I found his feelings understandable. He was a little bit whiny and pouty at times, but, yeah, but he's working stuff out. And that's what the season was about. Really cute when he pouts too. So there's that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't disagree. <laughs> the only person who doesn't who doesn't agree with us on Luke Cage attractiveness and just general like good looks, surprisingly, is Dale. Huh? Yeah, Dale. Not a fan of Luke Cage in like any way, shape, or form. He's a huge fan of Iron Fist. Of course, he is. He's. A little almost obsessive with Iron Fist. Like he was watching a little bit of it with us when he was here in the state, or when he was here in my house. And like he's like, Yeah. And I showed him Iron Fist, like, yeah, okay, yay, Iron Fist is here. I don't care about literally anything else. Like, <laughs> okay, then. This is this is weird. We're, we're being weird here. I don't know. Maybe maybe Luke Cage is just for Americans. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because the two foreigners that we have don't <laughs> Care for the Luke. Uh, Carrie, from behind the curtain, have you watched any of the Netflix stuff at all? (laughs) And she frantically struggles to unmute herself. Well, yeah, because ever since my mic decided to randomly go hot on me, I double mute myself both in voice meter and on the physical mic. So every time you call on me, I have to pull up voice meter and pull up my microphone and also unmute it. Um, I have not. Okay, so I have so no idea what you're talking about right now. <laughs> like not even Iron Fist or, or uh, not Iron Fist, but Daredevil or anything? Daredevil. Nope. Jessica Jones. No Defenders. I don't spend a lot of time watching things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's anime. Um, to each their own. <laughs> no, it's fine. Why I am on both of these shows as an active participant. Because <laughs> I watch a lot of things. I watch all of the things. All the uh, things. But yeah, so like there's, you know, a hero struggling with self-doubt. There's a hero dealing with really unrestrained, control, like uncontrollable, like self. Like that's the one thing I can give Danny Rand, if nothing else. He knows himself. Punisher knows himself. Daredevil mostly knows himself. Jessica and Luke, and this is reflected upon in their ne- in their two seasons, they don't know themselves. They've never had anything to really focus on like that. And yeah. that's something that both of their season twos did. They gave them something to learn. And if anything, that's the main thing that I disliked about Daredevil season two. There was no takeaway lesson for the hero. Matt was still Matt at the end of that. There was no change other than he is now the Daredevil. I am the Daredevil. I am the knight. (laughs) My girlfriend got stabbed and I'm sad. Oh, wait, she came back to life because dragons. And I stabbed her, and now I'm sad, and now I'm dead, question mark. <laughs> now I'm in uh, half-dead in a nunnery somewhere. 
Man, I'm still sick. Man. I am definitely not Batman. <laughs> It'll be very, like, that's the main thing that I'm interested in. Uh, Iron Fist Season 2 coming up. Like, is there going to be a, because Danny has kind of grown the most as a character over yeah. his Mostly out of necessity. Yeah, mostly out of necessity. <laughs> Otherwise, nobody would watch a show. Yes. Uh, but, like, so he, you know, in season one, came out being a douchebag billionaire who happened to know Kung Fu. And, like, eventually became a quasi-likable person in towards the end of Defenders. And, like, again, one episode. And, like, okay, I kind of really like Danny Rand all of a sudden. <laughs> he didn't completely win me over. Feel that he he didn't completely win me over, but but I, I'm not dreading season two now. Yeah, it did do uh, that for me. Like between, I'm like, okay, maybe season two will be okay. Maybe they learned their lessons between his likableness on Defend- on Defenders. Only went around Luke, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. When you pair him with Luke, he works. Yeah, and then here, like, yes. And I, that makes me sincerely hope that he, like, so Luke is now a head of, of crime gang or whatever, like, yada, 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 yada. Um, Like, I would like to see Danny, like, I would like even like to see by the time season three of Luke Cage, probably at this point, just being the heroes for hire. Like I would actually like to see that whole Luke being a crime boss storyline done with in Iron Fist. Like, give me a reason for those two to fully be a cohesive unit. So like uh, the two things I want out of Iron Fist season two is the heroes for hire and Nightwing detective agency. Um, if you probably couldn't tell, Misty Knight and Colleen Wing are the bestest of friends. They are. And I wish we had more scenes with them, but what? Oh my god! Like that was wonderful. But those two, when they're they're on screen, though, you have no option but to pay attention. Like, and their chemistry is fantastic. Yeah, like those two have to hang outside, hang hang out outside of work, like. Like I want to see those two going to get coffee, like, and not Luke Cage sex. <laughs> actual, like, like whoa. I well, I mean, I mean yes. And. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Uh, yeah, I did realize what I said after I said it. I'm like, well, a really weird underlying <laughs> show. Oops, I immediately. Uh, footnote what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see those two getting coffee with a little one above it, and then the footnote will say, Yes, and <laughs> yes, literal coffee. Yes, also, yes, because <laughs> <laughs> those two are very pretty people. Um, but yeah, like I want to see just those two just hanging out, like not, not even well, Misty and Colleen, but like. They're actresses who I sadly don't know their names. But then again, I. Okay, so Charlie Cox is Daredevil. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got um, Kristen Chris, Ritter. Kristen Ritter as Jessica. Jessica you, have, you have Mike Coulter. 
Finn Jones. Is it Jones? <laughs> I think. I thought he had a weird ass British last name. Uh, yeah, Finn Jones. Finn Jones. Okay. I, you knew more than I did. <laughs> Let's see. And Jessica Henwick is, is Colleen. Okay. And I just read friggin' Misty's name not that long ago. Wait, wait. Simone Missick. Okay, so I want I want to see Simone and um and fuck, names. <laughs> like I want to see those two just hanging out, like and just seeing them have fun friend times together. Um so I've said a lot about how much I've loved this stuff, like the stuff on this show. Like this is, these are the things that I've really enjoyed. Like, and, and Bushmaster is a crowning, like crowning achievement. Yes. Well done. Excellent. Well, excellent work. Yes. Especially bringing him in. Like he's just going to be your standard, horrible Netflix over the top, violent villain. And yeah. he was. Yeah. But then infusing him with all this depth and goodness. And then by the end, you're like, I, Bushmaster's kind of my favorite. <laughs> like, I definitely, I mean, we got a Punisher spinoff. Give me a Bushmaster spinoff. And because that's really hard to market, call it the Stylers. Like, I'd be okay. <laughs> Bushmaster's kind of hard to market. Let's, yeah. Let's yeah. And that, I can go a very different yeah, way. That is either a Netflix show or a Pornhub category. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I for season two. <laughs> also, uh, some other reasons that I'm looking forward to actually maybe watching it. There's only 10 episodes. That is your standard 13. And also Alice Eve's going to be in it. So mm. we know you're, uh, we know you're, uh, Love of a, appreciation for Alice Eve. <laughs> did we yes. talk about Alice Eve before? Uh, we did the Star Trek stuff. What Star Trek stuff? She was what's her face in that, right? Yeah, she was. Yeah, well, she was in the yeah. in, into darkness. When you were before you abandoned us horribly, we talked about that. We talked about your uh, hmm. appreciation of Alice Eve. Sure. <laughs> I remember these things. I barely remember what happened today, but I remember weird things that happened like four years ago now. Because this is how my dumb brain works. But so, okay. Outside of Bushmaster's theme and like the whole reggae thing in general, music sucked in this season. It was generic hip hop. Like not even good. And the beat wasn't great. Like... And definitely a step down from the bands, even in um, the uh, Harlem's Paradise. Like the the music interludes, which made Luke Cage one so good, not good in this until the one episode where Bushmaster owned Har- Harlem's Paradise. <laughs> yeah, that was good. But then again, that's Bushmaster. We're kind of like. I don't know. Like I said, it was very esoteric niche type hip hop. Like even my hip hop like wasn't particularly care for it. Like yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. It was just I don't know. wasn't feeling it. it I, I, I thought it was for me. It took away from it. Like 
Like it, it honestly took away from the whenever like the really bad like it felt like I was watching Black Lightning episodes. <laughs> yes, now it makes sense. <laughs> of course. Like just the weird, like I mean esoteric's a word, but bad is also another one. <laughs> Hip hop. I'm just I'm being kind because I know there's people who like it. Just like because that, I don't like it doesn't mean that it's bad necessarily. Even my friends who are way into hip hop didn't like it. Like, and so there was way too much focus on Mariah on this. Like, you could have easily gotten rid of her sooner, and even began to have us feel the threat of Nightshade through the end of the series. I could have, but I think I think they just wanted to focus on the whole Bushmaster Mariah dichotomy and have like you know just the constantly escalating of both of those sides until it explodes it and was almost like a it was and just not in a great way kill her off at the end which is fine um she felt like a silver age comic book villain to me and not like that's not a compliment <laughs> like, yes we know how you feel about the silver age comics yes except for crazy quote may he be praised ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, and calendar um, <laughs> both those are Silver Age villains. Uh, <laughs> but like every time she was on, like I, it took me away from it. I actively tried to find something redeemable in any of the scenes that they were in, unless like Bushmaster was there. Because even when she was around Luke, it detracted from the likable parts of Luke. Like, she sucked any kind of joy out of the series. And because she was on screen so much, it really hurt. Yeah. Um, dad was kind of another way. Luke's dad was another, another one who did that up until, you know, he needed the heel, the face turn. Yeah, and that felt very sudden to me. <laughs> It was super sudden. Like, like the first two episodes, he's just a a hole jerk and yelling at him the whole time. Every time they interact and telling him he's wrong, and then it's just sort of like, "Oh, I need your help now, Dad." It's like, "Oh, good. You ask him for my help now. I love you again." Yeah, I was. And then I'm gonna punch this guy. Yeah, and, and be and be kind of awesome. Yeah, but it felt it was a little too. It was full too hard, hard of a 360. Yeah, it was like, very... it didn't work like like Bushmaster, where it was kind of gradual, and you just suddenly realized that you like Bushmaster. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was more of like a, a exactly a, like yeah. you, you liked Bushmaster as a villain, and then you liked Bushmaster as a person, like, and you never got that with his dad or Mariah. Like both of those felt like they were tapping really hard into comic books and Luke Cage of all of these series is the one who is the most like able to be grounded in reality. And they try, they tried to steer into comic book land a little too hard in this entire season. Um, and like it works for you know it works for Daredevil because it's Batman. <laughs> I'm okay when they steer into comics. It works. 
I could like my comic books are on the shelf in the other room and I could go in there and I could find at least 30 Luke Cage comics and Power Man comics. I am a huge fan of comic uh, of Power Man comics. Also drink. But it's it, it just felt out of place. Same thing with the Diamondback stuff in the last season. Like you 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 build up this hero who is while obviously the strongest hero there is here, like of, of the defenders, Luke is the Thor. Like, and, and then you strip away this goodwill that you build up and like everything in this season felt like the pacing issues were aware. I was aware of pacing issues in this season. Um, and most of it revolved around Mariah. Because it was like, well, that escalated quickly. Well, (laughs) quickly. Well, that's like, it got to a point where if I could find my notebook, but I'm sure it's in one of my boxes somewhere. Um, I took down some notes the first, like, I think six episodes because I was going to, because we were going to do them our normal way of doing things. But, we chose not to. Uh, well, I chose not to because I didn't want to stop watching it. <laughs> also moving. Yeah, also moving. And because we knew regardless of where we were moving, we were definitely moving. And I definitely did not want to have to have like half of a season of Luke Cage to watch. Um, <laughs> I am not caught up on anime shows. So like... Um, it, it just like I, I wrote down so many that escalated quickly in there that eventually I got tired of it and it just, it didn't feel good. Um, now a lot of people hated this season. Like there's a lot of hate for this season on the internet. It's okay to be wrong. Everyone. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I definitely didn't hate this season. Like no, I, I didn't either. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I liked it. I, the I, ending felt a little unsatisfying. When yeah, weird. unsatisfying is a really good word for it. Like it made sense. It made sense. It, it, it wasn't like it. It got there and we we're like, "Oh, that was dumb. That doesn't make any sense." It, when we got there and it was like, "Okay, yeah, I see. I see what they were building towards," and they got there. But I don't. I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Which I guess we can talk about. Yeah. Wrapping this up. Uh, so yeah, Luke, which, and it was also really confusing. It's like, oh, Mariah died and she left you uh, Harlem's Paradise because you're the only one who loves Harlem as much as she does. Okay. That makes sense. And then it's like, so what do you want to do? And Luke says, we should burn it to the ground. And I'm like, yeah, that's the Luke Cage I know. Uh, smash cut. Luke's running the club and he's got his fancy suit on. Wait, I thought you just said you were going to burn it to the ground. I'm so confused. I do appreciate Luke Cage in a suit. Anytime we get to see him in a suit, I'm all for it. Man, like, no, just, wow. <laughs> wait, wait, this is the opposite of what you just said. I'm confused. Yeah, and is he running, like, Mariah's ring at that point? Like, because it definitely seemed like he was. Like, he is now the leader of uh, whatever that gang was called. Like the Stokes gang, uh, Gangarella, Gangaroo. 
<laughs> the Gangaroo. Stokes Gangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was 100% what that was. <laughs> I don't know. I, I couldn't quite understand that either. Like, was he... Because, you know, he went and visited the the head mafia lady and was basically like, stay out of Harlem or I'm going to disrupt everything, so stop all the shooting in the streets or I'm going to make life hard for you. It's like, but I'll I'll just let you do stuff outside of Harlem. Just right. keep it outside of Harlem. Okay. This makes sense. So he's kind of like building this tolerance of the crime because he can't destroy it all because every time he takes one down two more pop up type situation but maybe if i can just troll it and i run things then it's okay yeah that's but, not great. but what's what's he doing is he just you know running things is there still crime going on or is he just running the club? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like is, where does his where does his influence like DW gets mad at him and yells at him and kicks him out of the the uh the barbershop. Barbershop. But I I wasn't quite sure why I was angry with him. Right? You really No, I don't know. Yeah, it just it didn't make sense. Like the ending didn't feel good and and I don't and I don't know why um yeah yeah is he a crime like that's the biggest thing is is he a crime boss now and if it is like all of his character growth kind of went out the window <laughs> like yeah so what what is he now I think that's what was unsatisfying it's like all this we went through was his growth that you know maybe he just needs to ease up a bit? That I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Don't and take like, himself so seriously and just try to. Are we gonna go? Good. Like, are we gonna do Shadowlands where he's running control? Like, he's running stuff in there now, and like Daredevil is gonna come back. He's like, well, Luke Cage is running a crime gang now. I'm the leader of the hand. Ha ha ha! Bang, Shadowlands. <laughs> also drink. I also drink. I'll take one of these drink. Um. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you talk now. I don't have a whole lot more to say. Um. So that was the end, and we get there, and we have Nightshade in her in her comic book costume. Misty, I think, in one of her comic book costumes. Yep. Her uh, one. Yeah. Uh, Misty, we didn't really talk about her much. They really ping ponged her around this whole season. Like, yeah, they, they kept teasing us with different things. It's like, I quit. I'm going to be Luke's sidekick. I'm even going to tear off my sleeve and have my robot arm and have the costume, and we're going to have this cool, sweet fight. And then, oh, but at the end of the same episode, I'm back. And also, I might become chief of police. Also, I may become commissioner. Also, I'm head detective. Also, I'm in charge. Also, I don't know. Yeah. Luke, Luke, I kind of disagree with you now. Also, we're still friends. Also, what's happening? Also, also, robot arm. I, w- I want to give a finger to all the arm puns. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Um, they were bad arm puns. Like, and 
Like not good, bad. Like yeah, it was just it's real, all like, can I give you a hand? <laughs> a lot of it was that. Like, let me give you a hand with this. Come on, you could think of better ones. I thought of better ones when I said I'm going to give a finger to all these arm puns. <laughs> <laughs> just punch them with your rope arm. Yeah, like all fine. Yeah. I uh, I joked at Rachel the first time they said an arm pun. I'm like, oh, let's, let's drink every time they say uh, an arm pun. Oh, God, this is a bad idea. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was okay for season two. Uh, not as good as season one, but I feel, I still had a great time. I enjoyed it a lot. I don't understand the hate. Well, I guess I can understand the hate based on the ending. I can yeah. have people hating that ending, which is fine. Katie was one of those. Um but it, again, it made sense. It's kind of what they were building towards, but at yeah. the same time, I'm not sure what they're setting up. And they didn't really make a whole lot of it clear what was going on. Yeah, like you kind of, like towards the end of obviously season, well, yeah, towards the end of season two, Daredevil, you had a very clear line to the defenders. Like towards the end of season two of Jessica, like even that, like, they don't have a clear point to where they're pointing towards with the defense, like they had with season one. So like, they're kind of doing this whole thing where they're treating these more as traditional television and you just have a generic ass cliffhanger cliffhanger ending. You even got that with the Punisher. Yeah. Phase two of the, of the Netflix universe is kind of just rowdy. Yeah. just all right and like you kind of have this disney streaming service kind of hanging overhead now too and and also the disney acquisition of fox and my god i would love to see a blade netflix series Ooh. <laughs> yeah i would yeah, that would be good i'd be on board for that series. like and not a movie because while the movies were enjoyable for their badness <laughs> I would love the first one was fine. Of course, I haven't watched it in ten plus years. Second one was very Matrix with vampires, and yeah, yeah, not a bad thing. Like it was actually a very enjoyable movie. It still is. Like I actually, and I know I watched the third one, but I remember nothing about it. Uh, It has uh, Deadpool in it. Yeah, (laughs) Ryan Reynolds is there. Yeah, and it has Wesley Snipes in it and Dracula. Dracula. Yeah, it had Dracula. They just went full D. They gave you the whole the whole D on that. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, yeah. So I th- I mean that's Luke Cage too. It was it was fun. I enjoyed myself. I didn't hate it. Like I'm not gonna say I absolutely loved it. Like I I enjoyed it more than Defenders. So yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it more than Punisher. Hmm. Of of phase two, like defenders and up, this is probably my favorite so far. No, more than Jessica season two. I you you heard me. I'm not I'm not the hugest fan of how Jessica season two ended, like or ran or much. I, mean, of- I know I didn't care for, for much for Jessica season two, but it, it was fine. It wasn't it wasn't great, but like fine. like of the four defenders, Jessica or. Yeah, Defenders, Punisher, Jessica, and Luke. Luke's my favorite. Luke Cage. Also, the app is a dumb idea. All right. Uh, <laughs> that was a really dumb plot point. Oh, my God. How'd you know I was here? The app. 
Uh, Do that like 10 times. Uh, Yay, Luke. And then everybody yell at Luke. Yeah. Ain't. I, I seriously doubt that they would have flipped on Luke that easily. Like, seriously. These people have built up a low, like, <clears throat> like they, they drove Black Jesus hard on Black, on Black Lightning. Like, Luke was that. <laughs> like, there's no way Harlow would have turned on Luke that easily. Regardless. Like, yeah. 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 It's fine. It's all fine. Uh, I liked it. We're going to take a quick break for our podcast listeners here for some words from our sponsors. And then we'll be back with some news. And we're back. If you want an ad-free experience, make sure you tune in live Mondays at 10 p.m. Eastern over at twitch.tv slash geek.io show. Smash that love button. Get notified when we're on air. Mondays at 10 p.m. are either this one or Anime Otaku Show since we're back in our normal scheduled rotation now. Yay! We're doing things again. Huzzah! Huzzah! And now... On to the news! Never getting rid of that bumper. (laughs) Never, ever. Never, ever, ever. All right. We have some, we have a quick news. Uh, Turns out not a lot is renewed or canceled over the summer breaks. Imagine that. Uh, So we do have American Horror Story renewed for season 10. Good Lord. There's 10 of those. Yeah. I mean, there's nine of them already. Uh, No, eight and they've done seven. Eight and nine have been filmed. Ah. And are ready to go, and ten got greenlit because that mo- that show continues to print money for FX. Speaking of printing money for FX, Shogun, which is a show that they launched FX on, got revived. Unfamiliar with that one. Uh, it was when they uh, it was in the line when FX started doing their own individual shows, like um, was it Ladder Nine Nine or something like that, whatever it is. Um, back before they were a credible source of entertainment. <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, far, speaking of printing money, Fargo officially renewed for season four by FX, don't you know? I really should watch that show. I'm pretty sure I would love it. You probably would. Um, I mean, season one was good. I can't say that I enjoyed season two. But then again, that went back. They They did like 80s bullshit with that, and I didn't. and we know how he feels about stranger things so also like they also kept a lot of the same characters just playing like your actors just doing different characters it is really weird to separate the two of them like why didn't you put in a new cast i don't understand uh they want to be like american horror story fucking weird (laughs) yeah they're 100 trying to be like american horror story i haven't seen season three at all yet um just one of those things that i kind of incidentally just kind of watched like i binged season one of fargo um season two i think i watched like it was on the dvr and i just kind of watched it in bits and spurts and like i just i haven't with season three uh whatever the hell married to medicine is got renewed for season six by bravo bravo good for you guys uh this one makes me a little sad 
Anthony Bourdain's Parts Unknown revived for a final 12th season. Uh, he died while they were filming that, so I'm kind of glad that they are actually just going ahead and pushing it out. Like, they are actually allowing that to be a thing. Should be. Because, um, I mean, some some companies would just be like, yep, no, he, we definitely don't want to distance ourselves from this. Even though, like, he didn't die in a horrible way, he committed suicide, but, you know, some companies would just be like, yeah, no, under the rug. Yeah. G- good job, CNN, for actually putting that out there, though. Um, speaking of shows that should be under the rug, 24 is getting two spinoff shows coming. Okay. A Jack Bauer prequel in what is only labeled as a legal series. <laughs> there you, you know, go, Daryl. We know how well prequels work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, feud got canceled. There will be a season two renewed renewal reversed by FX. Okay. Uh, Sorry, I'm giving that money to Shogun. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. Whatever feud was. I don't know what feud was. I have no idea. Uh, I know what family feud is. Yeah. This one actually makes me a little sad. Master of None canceled. No season three for the Netflix series. Huh. Um, Which is a little weird because I thought season two went really well for them. Yeah. Won a bunch of awards and stuff too, right? Yeah. Hmm. Like, and... I'm honestly surprised season five got made after the whole Jeffrey Tambor thing, but Arrested Development has officially been canceled again. No season six. Well, they I think they had already started working on it. The whole Jeffrey Tambor thing happened, and that, then they yeah. also killed him off in that season. So. Oh, I you know my you know how I feel about Arrested Development. I tried with season four. I really did, and like the two episodes of season five that I watched. Like no, and it always kind of felt like like whenever Jeffrey Tambor was on screen, everybody just kind of stood like fifteen feet away from him, even, <laughs> even if they were spiritually fifteen feet away from him. Um, but yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big surprise. Um, no, five no. did not get a huge uh, reaction out of the hardcore fans of Arrested Development. So you're all these really expensive characters or actors and you didn't get a great pop out of season five. Yeah. And plus it does kind of have a stink of me too on it. Um, Not that the me too is bad, but like, yeah, when you have, obviously I am a huge fan of me too things coming out, you know, shed light on these horrible atrocities, but like shows like it would be like even even though they were talking about doing it house of cards in general will be like regardless of what they try to do with it and finally whatever the hell freakish is canceled by hulu no season three sucks to be you freakish sorry freakish i'm sure you were great or not for both of your seasons yeah that i never heard of right (laughs) <laughs> uh speaking of hulu uh runaways is legit i hear good things like it is a good comic book show that distances itself from the source material drink um but yeah it, it's a legit good comic book show um gifted is coming back too and you should still watch the gifted it's really fucking good Um, but yeah, 
got more comic book shows coming up or yeah shows in general so we are back on our normal recording schedule every other monday at 10 p.m eastern here on twitch.tv slash geek.io show uh coming up we have of course the almighty better call saul i have not watched the seasons uh, evan either like i almost started like twice this weekend and then other things came up uh i did watch the first two episodes of disenchanted yeah disenchanted we're going to be doing two episodes next week or in a couple of weeks um disenchantment i've not heard great things but i have not watched a single thing of it so me saying i've heard not great things usually my snarky friends being snarky the first episode was eh, but most pilots are yeah the second episode was better okay um it's my 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 mini review so far that's fair that's fair because uh, I mean the first episode of Futurama wasn't great either so no but when I go back and watch it I I appreciate it more so yeah but then again we are now twenty yeah. years disconnected from the pilot like <sighs> oh Futurama oh, my God. I want uh, I sincerely hope the Disenchanted does as well as they hope it does so that way this this is this felt like a very obviously a kind of uh cold introduction to matt granig doing netflix things and man i hope uh, futurama gets on the netflix i would love that oh my god because it's my favorite animated show yes yes it just is (laughs) um we're gonna be talking iron fist when it comes out in september yeah just a few weeks away yeah um well like two weeks away tuck in yeah, we're going to catch up on BCS and do a couple episodes of Disenchanted. And then I think our following episode after that is diving into Iron Fist. Um, and then that's all we have planned for right now because I don't have any dates on when S.H.I.E.L.D. is coming back or when Mr. Robot is coming back, I don't think. Um, oh, yeah, Mr. Robot. Those, those are the two shows that we would keep our eye on. Because I'm not doing Man in the High Castle again. <laughs> Season two was a disappointment for me. Um, yeah, and then our other like fall, sh- like our other fall to go to shows, like a bunch of them got canceled. <laughs> like, so yeah, BC, uh, BCS and Disenchanted next week, and following that, Better Call Saul, Disenchanted, and. Iron Fist, and then we'll figure something out. <laughs> uh, if you have show ideas or want to just email us in general, go to show, uh, shoot an email to show at geek-io.net. Twitter, Facebook, all of those are slash geek.io show. Our Discord, where you can chat with us live when we are not on the air, is geek-io.net slash Discord. If you want to call and leave us a voicemail, you can do so there at 727-489-4335. That is 727-489-GEEK. Once I get it once I get everything functioning again, like it was, I will try and take live calls on the air for shows like Geek.io show. Our website, which has all of our stuff and more is over at geek-io.net. If you want to support us, you can do so by going over to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash geek.io. Or of course you can get most of the shows that we discuss either in digital form or in DVD box form at geek-io.net slash Amazon. A little bit comes back our way. It doesn't cost you anything extra. All right, Jazz. Uh, Carrie has been killing it with show title candidates. You can go to geek.io show, geek.io show.showbot.tv 
And what are some of our show title candidates this week? Well, our show title candidates this week are Time Zones Are My Bitch, Luke Cage, The Whole Thing, Inch by Inch, It's a Coffee Thing, Quarrelsome Female Co-Stars, Five Times Fast, Lovable Teen Sidekick, Who's Older Than Both of Us, Just for the Bushmaster Theme, It's a Real Dragon, Comic Book Girlfriend, Speaking of Mediocre, Underused Foggy, Sorry I Broke the Table, Jamaican Dialect Speaking, in brackets, closed caption, Black Mariah Beard, that's a good one, Because Dragons, either a Netflix show or a Pornhub category, Eratestic is a word, Bad is also another one. (laughs) Drink! I haven't got to do that to you for a while. You said Eratestic. Esoteric is a word. Bad is also another one. Super sudden face turn. I love you again, and I'm going to punch this guy. Stokes, Gangaroo. They just went full D, and everybody yell at Luke. And Esoteric again. <laughs> God damn it, I drank the rest of my drink. Drink! Oh, air, oh Aerotestic. Gotcha. Got it. I'm not opening up this can, because I'm not doing that for wondering. I have a little bit of Oh, man. All right. So we have Black Mariah Beard with two votes. It's a coffee thing. Quarrelsome female co-stars. Stokes and Stokes Gangaroo. (laughs) Come on, Stokes Gangaroo. (laughs) I really like Black Mariah Beard. I'm going to call it a Black Mariah Beard. That's fine. I'm okay (laughs) with this. (laughs) <laughs> all right guys thank you so much for hanging out with us you know stokes kangaroo is good too stokes kangaroo is really good <laughs> it, it is really good we will see you guys right back here next week with an anime otaku show with yeah next week yeah anime otaku show next week and then the following tuesday right back here for us because monday is labor day and i will be in atlanta so yes, folks. We will see you next one. Next next wine. Bye. Bye bye. Hi, my name is Water Buffalo, and I hope you've enjoyed this Kikai Media Network production. Copyright 2018. You see how that works? Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>